bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. And the Trump indictment reality competition show, um, that just keeps getting renewed for more and more and more seasons now. No matter how much striking is done with the, with the, with the, any of it, he just always seems to come back for a new season. You'd think everyone would know that it's rigged and fake by now. You'd think, but they there don't. will not be any arrests or no. th- or, or any uh, punishment for the crimes. No. There will not be um, any consequences. No, it's all just a produced fake show. We're, yeah. we're basically watching the eighth season of Toddlers and Tiaras at this point. <laughs> they've planned who's going to win. They've planned who's going to lose. They've planned the setup. They've planned the storyline, and it's it's all just fodder. No matter what he does, it doesn't matter. He's never going to prison. It doesn't matter what he does. He said it from the beginning. He shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. Nothing's going to happen. And he was right. He could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. I'm surprised he hasn't shooting on some Fifth Avenue because it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And even if he did shoot someone on Fifth Avenue at this point, the fucking magtards are going to be up there being like, that's fake. That's not real. That's a deep fake. That's the deep state. That's the Jews. The Jews put together a deep state fake. <laughs> Like the lasers came down, they made that's that's a cartoon that isn't really him. It's They're just n- distracting. It's over. It's over. It's done. It's done. It's over. And all we can do is vote. All we can do is vote. All we can do is be a majority and vote them out. So it's like, wake the fuck up, get the fuck get your head out the fucking sand. It's time to if you have to wait in the line or do whatever. We got to do whatever we got to do. We got to vote them out. That's all we can do. That's literally the only thing we can do. We could keep talking about it, but so what? Nobody cares. No, we don't care. Try and use your dollars where you can. Yeah, that's if it. If you're stuck living where you live and you live in a in a red state or in a red city, just keep fighting the good fight mm-hmm. until you can get out or just every day just keep trying to get people over to our side and keep trying to get people to listen to this podcast. That's right. Just, <laughs> that's right. If you can get people to listen to this podcast, then maybe... We will be able to beat the Republicans. The Republicans. <laughs> we might be able to do it. I mean, I well, mean, the uh, last couple of podcasts, Memo, we yeah. warned people um, that lately our lives have become extremely overscheduled. Yes, and that this podcast um, would probably be the first to go <laughs> yes. as we make no money on it. <laughs> yeah, and um, <sighs> one of our original fourteen listeners needed to go on and leave us a bitchy review. Now, oh. I- I'm assuming it's a guy because it's just a stupid fucking review with a stupid fucking dumb take. Mm. But um, it's a flawed argument. It doesn't actually make sense. Um, so he left three stars. But the title says, favorite podcast. 
So I'm assuming he went in and edited his old review, which uh, was probably five stars and talked about how we were his favorite podcast, to reflect his new bullshit grievance. Okay, I'm going to read this now. Okay. Good luck to you. Do these two realize that most podcasts are free? What? (laughs) Wait a minute. What? I've been a longtime listener of the show. It's been one of the highlights of my week since 2016. Recently, the constant complaining about not getting paid to produce the podcast, it's getting old. Cancel the show or produce it with a happy heart. Sincerely, a disappointed but loyal and longtime listener, Yins Dave. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Complaining about complaining. (coughs) (laughs) Complaining about complaining. So those are our two options. Either cancel it or produce it with a happy heart. Hey, get in there. Get in there and smile. You know what? You should smile more. As women, we should really smile more when we do things, when, we, when we're overtaxed and tired and we're basically... And underpaid. And Dave probably hated Barbie. Why don't you crawl <laughs> back under the privileged fucking rock you came out from, Dave? Mm-hmm. Go fuck your actual fucking self, okay? Don't tell the people at Walmart. Don't tell your wait staff. Don't tell the teachers. It doesn't even have to be a noble job. Whatever job somebody has to do because they have no choice, don't tell them to fucking do it with a happy heart or quit. Why don't you fucking go listen to fucking the New York Times fucking Great Day LA or whatever the fuck that fucking thing is called. Go listen to something fucking else if you don't fucking like this, okay? I mean, seriously. And yeah, and did you know that podcasts are free? Dave, I don't know if you know, but it's um, it is free for you to listen to a podcast. It isn't necessarily free for the people to do it. And I'm sorry that you took in us having fun and complaining and complain fun and fun complaining and all of that stuff as you not being able to deal with a woman's voice talking about how she can't fucking handle whatever whatever and us it's a thing we've been doing since 2016 by the way we've been talking about not getting paid since the second we started this that's been one of the things that we do we have fucking fun with it fuck you we have fun saying that we don't get paid whatever whatever and it's a way so that we can explain to people to go subscribe to the fucking patreon okay that's what we do that is what we fucking do so how about either not cancel the show or produce it with a happy heart how about you either go fuck yourself or go fuck yourself Again. How about you listen to the show with an empathetic ear or go fucking kill yourself, Dave? How about that? How about listen and go, wow, that must suck, man. Like putting all your time and energy into something and not being paid for it and feeling like, wow, why are we doing this? Are we screaming into a (laughs) void? Mm -hmm. And it's and risking this is a dicey, dicey, dicey conversation to have. And um to not even be paid to have it, we're risking what? getting canceled every fucking second. We piss off somebody every time we do the podcast. Unfortunately, this week, it's you, Dave. You fucking cunt. (laughs) I don't fucking appreciate it. Like, that's what you always say, Mama, about, like, making light of, like, a heavy situation Mm -hmm. is a way that, that's a way of coping. So coming on here, and I am, like, I am in general a constant complainer. I don't know mm-hmm. how one could listen to this since 2016 and not know that about me. Yeah. I think it's fun to complain. Yes. I find it um, relaxing. Yes. Um, <laughs> I go, no matter what job I'm at, mm. I complain from the second I get there until the second I leave. That is true. I mean, what time's wrap? What time's lunch? Yeah. Like straight mm-hmm. up. Yes. And are we in overtime yet? Because right. I'm counting my money mm-hmm. at all times. Yes. It's how I get through the day. It's just, and it. I find it 
helps me to blow off steam. And I don't really need someone to tell me to do it with a happy heart, whether it's a woman or a man or anyone. I love what you just said. How about listen with an empathetic heart? Or also, if you already know that we're going to do some complaining at the beginning, just fast forward it. If you're such a big fan, you're so offended. You're so offended that you changed your review and had to put on put us on blast with how you are now complaining. The constant with- complaining about not getting paid mm-hmm. to produce the podcast. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything other than having um, a, a serious, serious health issue. Mm-hmm. I really can't think of anything more significant to be, complain about than not being paid for work. <laughs> what fucking world, trust fund, mm. baby world are you living in, Dave? This, you know what this reminds me of? This, this makes me think of why the actors are on strike. It makes me think of why the actors are on strike. Because I don't know how many times we've been told, well, you should do it. It's great for your reel. You should do it. It's great for you. You should be happy that someone wants you to do it. You don't need to get paid. You should be even happy you're getting $100. You should be happy they want to pay you $250 and you're going to use your face for the rest of the fucking time we're on this planet. Because then you're going to get seen. Well, at the end of the day and after the many years that we've been in this business and doing this, there comes a point at which it's not good enough. And in fact, it never was because that's gaslighting anyway. So we're not sorry just, about we're it. We're not just lucky to be here. No. Joe Rogan's not doing his podcast for free. I'm not comparing. I'm only mentioning Joe Rogan because he's a, a podcast that everyone on the planet has heard, mm-hmm. heard of. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm not comparing this podcast to that one. But um, we're not thirst buckets sitting up in here needing attention no. for our voices. No. I don't know I don't if Dave's he- really been listening, but... Uh, he's completely missed the point. I w- would 100% agree with you on that. Now, I'm going to assume he is still listening because most haters do continue on. So, Dave, go ahead and um, respond if you want because I know you're there. And um, you can go ahead and, and What you can and do is go join the Patreon, Dave, because we don't <laughs> complain there. <laughs> That's true. We complain about people walking down the street who like to whistle. You probably like to whistle, Dave. <laughs> you probably love to whistle. you. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing also more that I hate, okay? I'm here. I'm going to complain now. Okay. There's nothing. Literally, I can't. I mean, I can. I can think of a lot of things I hate. But one of the things that I hate, I really hate more than other things, is when someone is a fan and needs to tell you, I was a fan, but. Or, I used to like you, but. Like, if you are, if you really, truly, like, for example, I love Howard Stern. I listen to Howard Stern. There's a lot of things that Howard says and does that I don't like. I don't like listening to jizz and loads and fucking and tits and porn and fucking jerking off and all the sex stuff. I don't like it. So you know what I do? I fast forward it. But because I know that he likes it and I support him and I am a fan of his. But I would never, ever write a note saying, dear Howard, I used to be a fan. But after the, all the loads and jizz and jerking off and tits and porn, I just can't be a fan anymore. I just can't listen. Imagine no. if someone told Howard Stern, and here's another quote, cancel the show or produce it with a happy heart. That motherfucker complains. Every day. Every 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And has since he was on terrestrial radio. Mm-hmm. That Just the, the sentence alone, cancel the show or produce it with a happy heart. Like, don't you fucking tell me what to do, Dave? Don't you order me the fuck around? Mm-hmm. It's not even like... You know, please 
for the fans, we love you. We want to. It's hard to hear that you're not happy. Right. Anything. There was a thousand ways to do it. Go ahead and get fucking Grammarly or whatever the fuck you need to do, Dave, <laughs> to figure out how to get some tone into your emails and your reviews. Okay. You're fucking pathetic and you're a fucking amateur and we don't fucking respect you and we're done with you unless you go join the Patreon and write a formal <laughs> motherfucking apology. And I bet you it's not even a guy. I kept thinking it's Yin's Dave. I was be probably somebody named Lindsay. I kept trying to like, uh, mm. I'm like, oh, I'll sit here and I will get the name out of this guy until uh -huh. I know exactly who it fucking is. You will not hide behind your code name. You will not because I am so fucking bitter and angry and broke mm -hmm. that I have nothing better to do then figure out the puzzle of your <laughs> shitty fuck code name. So go on to the Patreon, Dave. Uh, Lindsay Dave, www.julianbrandy.com. There's a free episode for you to subscribe to. And you can listen to it. You can see if you like it. I'm probably doing too much complaining. Yeah, I mean, if you don't like complaining in general, maybe we're just not for you. We like to complain. Like, don't listen to Howard. Don't listen to us. Don't ever have any Jews in your life. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and also the last thing you're going to do is give someone an ultimatum of what they're supposed to do. Cancel the show. I can't. Honestly, I heart. can't even deal. And I don't, I don't care do what you are. I don't do with a happy heart. That just doesn't even describe me. No, no. Can you imagine? Brandy, you need. You guys, <laughs> I came here today with a happy with a heart, happy heart mm. to tell everyone it's a privilege and an honor. No, it's just not me. No. I'm always fucking malcontent. Mm -hmm. Like. Misconstrued. Looking across <laughs> the gra grass greener across the fence. Right. I don't want anyone else to be successful. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm competitive. I mean, like, where have you been, Dave? Where have you been? If we both showed up with a happy heart, I guess you'd be listening to like. A meditation podcast. I don't even know. Also, do these two realize that most podcasts are free? Like, do these two? Do you these two dumb uh, let bitches? Let me just say, yeah. Let me yeah. just say, Dave, Lindsay, Dave. Like, people don't do. We don't. Will you teach us how <laughs> podcasts work, Dave? Do you have one? Are all podcasts free? There's no <laughs> fucking asshole. Fucking condescending, oh, sexist oh, piece of shit. So condescending. I can't even deal with how condescending. Oh, my God. And also, there isn't a person alive who started a podcast who isn't doing it for some sort of compensation. You don't do it. Obviously, they're listened to for free, but people do them so they can make money and live. Like, I don't. I, there isn't any form of art. Literally, not one. Podcast being, let's say this major the lowest one. form. <laughs> okay, fine. The lowest form and everyone can do it. However, that's why people do it because it's easily accessible. You can do it from home and you, your hope and desire is to make some money. Like, I, I, I just don't understand who alive thinks people are doing this just for what? For Unless they're super rich and I guess they do it as a hobby, but... I don't understand, Yin's Dave. Guess what I said? What what trust fund baby world was he birthed from? And if the recent constant complaining is a problem and you truly were a fan, just like when someone's a good friend, you just don't listen. <laughs> or you just like brush it aside. They're going through something, going through through something yeah. or whatever. 
Or just like let her fucking do what she's gonna do and it'll come back around. Or move on. Or move on. Plenty of or people have or move on. Huge fans. <laughs> oh my god. Nacho. Oh. Nacho, you're being really Dave right now. Really Dave. Come here, Bub. So Selena Guess mm. sent us, also known as Sally, sent us an amazing gift box for your B Day. Okay. Now we love Selena. Oh my god, I'm sweating so much. She doesn't micromanage the fucking content. <laughs> she doesn't complain about our complaining. Oh yeah. She's supportive. And she's beautiful and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, we haven't looked through the box yet, so I figured we'd just do it right here, right now, okay. and have everything be a surprise. So, first we will begin with the card. <gasps> okay. High five on being born. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Inside, I just opened it, and then a letter and a gift card came out. Okay. And inside is a gift card for Nordstrom. Nice. Very nice. Ooh. And then there's a letter. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. So, Julie, this is from that late-ass holiday package I sent, LOL. And it is a Disney gift card. Another <gasps> gift card, my man. Oh, my God. So there's a note in the card. Happy birthday, Julie. Here's a little something to put towards one of your fave iconic button-down Ralph Lauren shirts. Hope this makes you smile, and I hope your birthday was amazing. Love, Selena, Cotton, Eve, and Thomas. I guess, LOL. That is so fucking nice. And also, thank you for saying that the Ralph Lauren shirts are iconic. I don't know if I think I told the story on one of the Patreons where I always wanted to be able to afford and wear Ralph Lauren button-down shirts ever since I watched... Well, 16 um, Candles. 16 Candles, because... Anthony Michael Hall. Wore a pink button-down... I don't know if it was Ralph Lauren or not, but in my mind it was anyway. That's my how I remember it. And um, I always wanted to dress like that. And, and then so you got his autograph. It's yep. all there on the Patreons, Dave. Yep. Why don't you go listen? We weren't complaining about Anthony Michael Hall. No, he was a, he was an angel from heaven. Uh, then there's a T-shirt. The, oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. The T-shirt is a cartoon sort of silhouette of Eileen Warnos. Uh, and it says, Dead Men Don't Rape. um i will be i want to wear this so badly tomorrow not sure if you are an eileen warnos fan but the phrase just screams julie and by the way you don't her face isn't even on there and i knew who it was yeah (laughs) uh and i hope the shirt size is okay just wanted to make sure that the the t-taws fit the t-taws are gonna fit right fine i'm not gonna let you wear that tomorrow but i'll (laughs) allow you to wear that in casual life okay Okay, so then we've got these things. Oh, my God. This is so awesome. We love Sally. Okay. We have these things. Okay, don't need my brulee girls getting malaria. This is a gift for the drug den, and it is a Zevo flying insect trap. Yes! And we got two refills. Ooh! So do we plug that into, like, an outlet? I love yeah, that. Yeah, remove cartridge from trap, peeling off, put it in an outlet, and that's it. Oh, we're, that's happening right away. That is fucking awesome. Thank you so much. That is so nice. Fuck it. Oh, there's more. Still more. Oh, my God. Hitting hitting all, checking all the boxes. Was not sure if you use these, but they will come in handy when you are being mindful of a possible IBS. Ah, it's poopery on the go. And yes, I will use that. There's alcohol in here. Oh, yay. Sally. Yes. Being open right now. What kind is it? Dill pickle vodka. Oh my god. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, there's been vodka sitting here and I didn't know. Oh, and there's Patron. And you got some tequila. And I'm I drinking have a this feeling. now, Sally. How is I'm it? so mad at Dave and I have my juice now. <laughs> Mommy has her juice. Woo! Mommy. Mmm. <laughs> is that good? That's good. Pickle mm. shot. Okay, let me check. Pickle shot. Pickle shot. All right. Oh my God, Selena, thank you so much. Ooh, so she sent a gray goose and a pickle shot and a patron. And a patron. Well, no, oh. that's a huge shot. Wow! That's delicious. <laughs> that's so good. I love it. Uh, mm. It's It just says pickle shot. I can't really see who it's by. <gasps> it does say artificially flavored. Fuck. And don't mind if I do. I Ooh. always think it's crazy when there's wonderful juice just waiting for me in here and I have no idea <laughs> and I've just left everything wrapped for you. I love that you left that wrapped and just waiting. I mean, there were so many delights to be opened. I can't wait to wear Eileen Warnos around. Yeah, that's going to fuck with the neighbors. Yeah. Now it's time to check in with the House Minority Leader, Hakeem the Dream. our bittersweet segment called Hakeem the Dream, dedicated to our newly elected House Minority Leader and future Speaker of the House, Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries had already made history as the youngest caucus leader ever to serve in Congress, and this year he made history again as the first black man ever to lead a party in Congress. We here at Dumb Gay Politics have loved Hakeem Jeffries since he introduced Nance Pelosi when she took back the speakership in 2019 when Democrats regained control of the House. That was an exciting time for us. Julie and I had not yet become the hardened shells of disinterest and distaste. We had not turned Yin's Dave, the shitty reviewer, off yet. No. Yin's Dave was still very much into us at that point. John Lewis and Elijah Cummings were still alive and charming us every day with their legislative bromance, and we were genuinely excited about what the Democrats could get accomplished after taking back control of the House. And it all started with Hakeem Jeffries' introduction of Nance Pelosi. He's young and smart and so different than the majority of elected officials on Capitol Hill today. He made us feel seen and heard and, above all else, represented. So as House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries does a weekly press briefing, and for today's show, we're just going to people's couch his opening remarks and some of the questions from the reporters. Hot sake for lunch used to be our favorite way to get the scoop on Capitol Hill, but ever since the former White House press secretary Jen Psaki left the position, we've been kind of lost without her. So hopefully Hakeem the Dream and his weekly press briefings are the key to our new path forward. Yeah, maybe we won't be so angry and complaining. We're going to just pronounce the happy heart, man. Happy heart. All because of Hakeem. Morning, everyone. Good morning. 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 At the beginning of this Congress, as House Democrats, we made clear that we would extend the hand of partnership to the other side of the aisle whenever and wherever possible in order to find common ground to get things done for the American people. 
while at the same time being prepared to push back against Republican extremism whenever necessary. That was our commitment to the American people. And we continue to do just that. Earlier this morning, on the floor of the House of Representatives, Democrats and Republicans came together to reauthorize the Federal Aviation Administration in a bipartisan way. Once again, illustrating that there is the opportunity to find common ground in the best interests of the American people. I just think it's weird that every single, not day, because God knows we know from Eric Swalwell that the House only works fucking three days a month or right. whatever the fuck. Yep. But whenever they are there, whenever they're in session, they're always just constantly re-approving the FAA and the FCC and the FTC and the FPP and the OPP. And they're just always just like these government agencies just constantly having to like do like appropriations and like look at the budgets and, mm -hmm. and approve them for the next calendar year. And they, they are doing like a lot of administrative business that is crucial to like running the entire country. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. And that's what they're supposed to be doing. And he's saying it's good because it's being done in a bipartisan way and just being overlooked. So we are trying to highlight it, even though it's hard. <laughs> when a bill does not contain the type of poison pill items that are designed to jam the extreme right-wing ideology of many Republicans down the throats of the American people. At the same time, when Republicans take a bipartisan piece of legislation like the National Defense Authorization Act, attack the women of America, attack reproductive freedom, attack the LGBTQ community, the poison pills, attack love, diverse yeah. communities all across the country, and undermine our national security and the ability of our military to recruit from every corner of America, we're going to oppose that type of extremism. And that will be our approach as we continue. Yeah, keep your extremism out of the fucking bills. And so bills. next week, we'll have an opportunity, perhaps, to vote on a few of the appropriations bills, which are not going in the right direction. Because, again, the Republicans have chosen to try and jam their extreme right-wing ideology down the throats of the American people down and the throats. take us toward a nationwide ban on abortion care, bully the transgender community, undermine equal opportunity in every single zip code. I love that. Yep. In a diverse country. And if they continue down this path, we will oppose their extreme efforts. Undermine equal opportunity in every single zip code. That's just what's up. That's, that's what they up. do. That that's is what, what they, they do. do. Undermine equal opportunity in every single zip code. If you want to know gerrymandering, voting rights, I mean, it's all there. It's, it's, and yet, but they cover it up. The, the, the insidiousness of it all is not just that they do it. It's that they pretend that they're not doing it. Same time, Democrats are going to continue to focus on building an economy from the middle out and the ground up not the top down. This is a very different vision for America.
than the extreme MAGA Republicans have at this moment in time. It's an approach on the Democratic side that is working. More than 13 million good-paying jobs have been created during the Biden administration. That is a record. Unemployment at 50-year lows. Wages are increasing. Inflation and gas prices coming down. And the ability for the American economy to recover has been more robust than any other developed economy in the world in terms of emerging from the COVID-19 pandemic. The democratic approach to the economy is to build an economy from the middle out and the bottom up. The Republican approach to the economy is the top down. Here's the Republican economic philosophy. Tax cuts for the rich, deregulation for wealthy corporations, and wage stagnation for everyone else. Yep as compared to the democratic approach of growing the middle class and building an economy that works for everyone. Dave is Americans. fine with wave stagnation, <laughs> wage <it's> stagnation. <laughs> Questions? As long as you're working with a happy heart. That's right. Leader, in the last 24 hours, uh, the committee hearings have included RFK Jr. yelling at Democrats that they're defaming him. And I, I saw naked pictures yesterday at the uh, committee hearing on the whistleblowers. What do you make of how the committees have conducted themselves over the past week, past few months. So just some context that's like, you know, whoever Marjorie Taylor Greene or whoever took the, she na- did. Marjorie the Taylor Greene. naked pictures of Hunter Biden yep. and blew them up. And it's they're having, you know, congressional committee hearings and meetings. Mm-hmm. And it's just the, the craziest, thirstiest antics going on. And this reporter is, is asking Hakeem Jeffries how he feels about it. I mean, the Republican hearings that have unfolded over the last few days and throughout this entire Congress are a malignant clown show that are not designed to address issues that impact the health, the safety, and the economic well-being of the American people, but instead peddle outlandish and out-of-control conspiracy theories. The notion that Republicans would give a congressional platform to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who peddles anti-Semitic tropes and baseless xenophobic conspiracy theories, which together are directed at the Jewish community and the Chinese-American community, is unbelievable. Which is why you can't take my Republican colleagues seriously when they tell you that they believe in tolerance. Mm-hmm. Why would you give Robert F. Kennedy Jr. a congressional platform to spew his hatred? Here's the answer. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a living, breathing, false flag operation. <laughs> His whole campaign is being run by right-wing political operatives who have one objective, try to take down President Joe Biden. That's why Robert F. Kennedy Jr. 
was given a congressional platform on this week of all weeks because my extreme MAGA Republican colleagues are really not interested in doing anything meaningful to nope. improve the economy, address inflation, create jobs, or deal with public safety concerns, particularly around the gun violence epidemic that are afflicting the American people. Um, if you want to know, um, uh, RFK Jr. Um, basically came out and he did say on Joe Rogan and everywhere else that he went that COVID-19, the conspiracy of COVID-19 is that it was unleashed to prevent the deaths of Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. So it was to get rid of everyone else, but Ashkenazi, specifically Jews and Chinese people. Is that what you are? I am, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I did get COVID, though. Oh, And I did get very die. sick, and I do have a long-term, <laughs> long-haul COVID. So it didn't really work oh, that well okay. for me. But you're still alive. Uh, I know. I am still alive, though. He also has many other conspiracy theories that I guess he goes, like Wi-Fi causes cancer and leaky brain. Antidepressants are to blame for school shootings. Um, uh, well, apparently chemicals. his whole to do is to get Joe Biden out of there and that's why they're yes. platforming him right and they don't care what anyone says chemicals in the water supply could turn children transgender uh, he I, I mean AIDS may not be caused by HIV he has suggested multiple times it says in an NPR article so he's just going on and just saying some stupid shit and the thing I love that Hakeem Jeffries says he's like Basically, the Republicans have absolutely no credibility when it comes to them saying anything about tolerance or literally anything, really, because they're such motherfucking hypocrites and will let any hateful, moronic, destructive, yeah, tool. dangerous, a doctor, idiot, a scientist. moron, say anything, run for president. And then if they're a liar and they get into the House, they'll support them. As long as they do what they're told to do, they'll support any... They'll let a Nazi in. They don't care. Yeah, no. They well, literally don't care. There's only a limited number of days left before you guys leave the argument. Do you have any updates on whether you will try to bring privileged central resolution against George Santos to the floor? We haven't had an opportunity to discuss timing around the Santos issue, but understand the extreme MAGA Republican majority is more concerned with defending serial fraudster mm -hmm. George Santos mm -hmm. than defending the health, the safety, or the economic well-being of the American people. Yes. We were told months ago that the Ethics Committee would conclude its work in an expedited way within 60 days. 60 days have expired and we've heard nothing but crickets from the Ethics Committee. Why? Because extreme MAGA Republicans have no interest in holding serial fraudster George Santos accountable. That's they true. are defending him in the same way that they defend Marjorie Taylor Greene and in the same way that they're offending Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and his wild conspiracy theories. Take it, Merle. So uh, there is going to be a hearing next week on UAPs. You know, we, we heard from some members of Congress today talking about the pushback and the difficulties they've had in getting information related to them. Do you believe that information surrounding UAPs is overclassified and that there should be uh, legislation to address that? Well, the classification uh, issue is one that I think should be undertaken in a bipartisan way. 
And so I'll, I'll leave that effort uh, to the House Intelligence Committee. I've got great confidence uh, in Jim Himes, his thoughtfulness. So you APs are basically UFOs. I just they, want to clarify right. that for anyone listening who might not know. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Super happy we changed that word. Uh, his approach <laughs> Everything to needs both to get safeguarding changed. national security, but also embracing transparency whenever necessary. And I'm hopeful uh, that the Intel Committee can come up with a set of recommendations, <clears throat> guardrails, a blueprint uh, for how to strike that correct balance between protecting our national security and at the same time ensuring the greatest amount of transparency for the American people. Uh, one, what was your reaction to the House passing the FAA reauthorization? If the Senate um, sends to the House an FAA reauthorization that includes, say, increasing the number of flights out of DCA, would House Democrats vote against it? And then second, what was your reaction to the nine Democrats who voted against the pro-Israel resolution? Uh, Speaker McCarthy told me yesterday, well, if you look at the nine Democrats there, they've got a real anti-Semitic problem inside their conference, and it seems to be growing with their leadership doing nothing about it. They allow them to continue to say the things they have, to equate the U.S. military to the Taliban, to say Israel. What did she say? What, He's what? saying that, that the nine Democrats have an anti-Semitic issue and that they equate Israel to the Taliban. Oh, that's like um, Ilhan Omar and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, to say only members' relationship with Israel is all about okay. the Benjamins. If we are not going to be lectured by extreme mega Republicans. That's right. On anti-Semitism, on racism, That's on right. bigotry, and on intolerance. Period. Full stop. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Let's look at their track record and the fact that they continue to stand behind the hater-in-chief. Someone who has unleashed, in terms of the former president, a wave of bigotry and hate crimes. And an effort to turn back the clock that is extraordinary in scope. And yet they continue to bend the knee to Donald Trump. When Donald Trump tells extreme mega Republicans in the House to jump, they say how high. Try to accommodate his fantasies. And so we're not going to be lectured. No, that's the answer. Republicans. Right about intolerance we are the party that has done as much as we can to march toward a more perfect union yeah we're the party of tolerance to make so sure no. that every single community no. in america feels welcome inclusive of race and religion and ethnicity and region and educational attainment and so I think the vote on the Israel resolution speaks for itself in terms of the House Democratic Caucus and its perspective on the special relationship that exists between the United States and Israel. A relationship that is anchored, as President Herzog articulated so well yesterday, in our shared democratic values and our shared strategic interests. And on FAA reauthorization, if the Senate sends back a with uh, bill? Yeah, with respect to FAA reauthorization, the House has spoken. Yeah, they We're voted. We're waiting for the Senate to speak. Fucking loser. And then we'll have Dave? to figure out how we Get can align the two bills uh, in a way that give us the capacity 
to send legislation to President Joe Biden's desk so he can sign FAA reauthorization back into law. Thank you. Speaker McCarthy yesterday made some of his most forceful comments to date on impeaching a member of the Biden administration, this time Merrick Garland. Previously, it was Mayorkas they were seen to be targeting, and then you had Joe Biden. What do you make of the particular the hearing yesterday that Republicans are now setting their sights on You know, every week we hear a new member of the Biden administration that extreme MAGA Republicans so are determined to impeach. Why? Because extreme MAGA Republicans have no interest in mm -hmm. addressing the issues that are important to the American people. Mm -hmm. House Republicans have been in the majority now for over six months. They have nothing to show for their majority, have done nothing on the economy, nothing on inflation. Nothing on job creation, nothing on health care. And in fact, what they've tried to do was to end Social Security and Medicare as we know it. So there's a clear contrast in terms of the Democratic agenda, putting people over politics, fighting for lower costs and better paying jobs and safer communities and reproductive freedom and defending democracy, confronting the gun violence epidemic and building an economy from the middle out and the ground up. The extreme MAGA Republican majority has nothing to show for their time in office. But the peddling of conspiracy theories yeah, I mean, that's true. facilitating true. Literally hate nothing. against communities Dave? all across And they couldn't even the get Mayorkas out anyway. And figuring out They're just looking for people to impeach because they're mad. Who was going to be mad. at the top Such of the list of their impeachment fantasies. That's an irresponsible, reckless majority. Immature, lame. And the American people. <laughs> Bunch of babies, just worse than children. Took away benefits for burn pits. Unbelievable. Lied about it. And I, I want to say that I, I think hearing. that it's important Obviously. to remember the main, like we always say the main difference between Democrats and Republicans. I always equate it to frat houses and which like rape house do you want to go to. But I think that it's, he makes the perfect point. And if you go into Wikipedia, it really does boil it right down to the difference between Republicans and Democrats, which is Republicans believe in trickle-down economics. The money starts at the top and trickles down to the bottom, while the Democrats try and strengthen the middle and work its way down, because the top's already the top. So they're going right. to get what they're going to get, and they're going to give what they're going to give. But it's the middle and the bottom that's always struggle. And look what's happening now. Struggle. People are struggling, have yeah. multiple jobs, and can't make ends meet and health insurance premiums have gone up and all just every single thing. And thank God the Biden administration is trying their best to get things better, which is what they should be doing. But deregulation and tax cuts for the most rich are not helping us. No. It never has. It never will. And even if you get a mortgage, an adjustable rate mortgage, and you think it's great because you got that house what happened in the Reagan administration, then everyone got a house, and then after that, the shit blew up because your fucking adjustable mortgage went up to right. 70 million percent because it's never going to last. That shit is temporary for rich people. It will not benefit people like us. It won't. If anyone has a regular job or has a kid with a regular job, or family with regular job and they're a Republican, all you have to know is that they voted no on raising the minimum wage. Yes, they don't fucking right. care. That's they right. They want to stay at the top. They want to keep all their money. They yep. don't. Now they're all competing with each other and they're all greedy and they don't want to, they don't believe in 
giving and then it, it multiplying and multiplying. They right. don't. They're greedy and tight-fisted and... Selfish it, and immature. ...of course, went off track because the extreme MAGA Republican majority is led by people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos. It's not a serious group of people. That's true, too. It's not a serious <laughs> group of people. Leader. Now, with regard to mm. the Carly Russell case, the 25-year-old black woman who went missing after she reported spotting a toddler on a major highway and was later found a couple days later, her account of the events is now being called into question. I know that this is an ongoing investigation. You can't comment on that. But whether the investigation corroborates her story or not, the fact is that missing black and brown people, men and women, continue to not receive the same media coverage and support from law enforcement as white Americans. Is this something that's on Congress's radar to remedy? If so, how? And as we know, this is There's a no way very to remedy important it. issue for many Americans. It's an incredibly important issue with respect to the specifics of that individual case, as you've indicated, is an ongoing investigation. I just hope the investigators will follow the facts, apply the law, and present That's the right. truth. That's right. Yep. Do to the, the truth. People. I just want to take this opportunity. We wouldn't have left this in just in the interest of time, but um, I know this is like a salacious story with the with the girl who who saw the the toddler. We Julie and I are involved in like a like a twelve or thirteen person like group chat. I was the first one on the chat. You know, we're all like true crime like lightweight junkies. Mm -hmm. I was completely horrified to know that people are, are now going to be luring women with babies. Every single yeah. woman will be yeah. on the side of that road looking yeah. at a baby. And then I was even more horrified when people on the chat jumped on and were like, ha, 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 did you hear that she lied and kidnapped herself? And I was like, no, I didn't fucking hear that because I don't believe the fucking Alabama police and they have zero fucking credibility. And why are you checking that girl's computer history and yep. her phone history? Yep. If she did kidnap herself, then they still suck as police because they never mm -hmm. found her. They never found her hiding in a shed with fucking mm -hmm. Jack in the Box or whatever. She wouldn't have been able to do it alone. She left her car and her phone and her belongings and everything in her car on the side of the road and then disappeared. She wouldn't have been able to do that. But if she did, then they should have easily been able to find her and they never found her. And then when she came home completely horrified and traumatized, what they did was make her the criminal and checked her computer and then proceeded to like criminalize her to everyone in the media and make themselves that they didn't do anything wrong if, please take a second and like try to use some critical thinking and don't for one fucking second with all due if you live in alabama and with all due if you know if you have family members in law enforcement my dad was a peace officer. I don't give a flying motherfucker, okay? I don't give a fuck <laughs> about an Alabama police department and a black woman who now they're saying kidnapped herself because she fucking Googled unsolved mysteries or whatever. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I could tell it's bullshit from a mile away. It makes me furious that this girl is, is now, what, ashamed and going to be like... A criminalized yeah, for whatever... I mean, and at the end of the day, what did she get? She get money. She get she got nothing. So what? Why nothing. are we looking and, into her computer? Why and are you looking for what happened? They're like, oh, she doesn't want to speak to police, and it's like, no shit, no shit. Yeah, every yeah, because when she turns the TV on, another black person gets shot by the police, or or a woman gets thrown into the ground by the police. How many times do we have to fucking see? Like they walked into her house. I break. guarantee you, with shitty attitude oh, looking around yeah. implying that they did something wrong yep. it's bullshit yep in terms of the broader issue um of missing black girls missing black women missing black children 
I actually believe and have had some productive conversations with individuals on the other side of the aisle who also recognize that this is an issue, this is a challenge. This is something that should be addressed and addressed in a bipartisan way. I think way. this is the best representation of that, because seeing what happened with this woman. Empathy yeah, 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 yeah. For every yeah. single community dictates that that is the case. Yep. And so I'm optimistic. That we didn't even treat Casey Anthony like this. Nope, nope, nope. Fucking child to make killer. Sure that yep. In any situation, but particularly in those cases uh, where there are communities throughout America who may feel as though uh, they are not receiving equal treatment, that we remedy that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the rise of artificial intelligence certainly presents a unique challenge that should be addressed and addressed in a bipartisan way. Uh, Leader Schumer uh, has taken some important steps forward, and we look forward to seeing where the Senate lands on this issue. On our side of the Capitol, Speaker McCarthy and myself have convened several uh, bipartisan briefings on the issue of artificial intelligence to try to establish a collective baseline of knowledge and information that would then provide for an opportunity for the House uh, to move in an informed and enlightened way to both allow artificial intelligence to thrive as a technology in areas where it can improve the conditions of humankind and there's reason to believe in certain areas such as healthcare innovation and breakthroughs that that in fact could be the case while at the same time making sure that there are guardrails in place to mitigate the downside of artificial intelligence potentially being used by bad actors throughout the world now it's time for so there's that All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans, the domestic terrorist QAnon cunts, the calculated corporate lame-ass libertarians, and the vindictive virtue-signaling liberal losers. We are all somewhere on that spectrum fighting for our team to win the race of rights in America. And even though every week we get closer and closer to a civil war, we always have Julie's So There's That stories to give us hope that maybe we won't have to go to war against our own cousins or my weird neighbors, Chuck and Gary, or our own listeners like Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find anything that will give us hope in yes. these dark Scandavalian times? Mama? Okay, listen, we today's episode is also kind of like listening to our leaders, kind of, <laughs> which we've been enjoying. Um, and... We couldn't help but also, you know, to jump on the heels of 
the magnificent maestro, the prophetic <laughs> professor, the handsome hero, the brave barrister, the saucy senator, the thoughtful talisman, and our legendary leader, Hakeem Jeffries. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't highlight our other legendary leader, Kamala Harris, who finally has had it with Ron DeSantis and the shithole country of Florida with their new school curriculum, which was approved by the Florida State School Board last week. So here is the gist of it. As we know, Ron DeSantis has been passing Nazi-level legislation for the past few months, particularly, or year, I should say, as he's on the campaign trail trying to gain the extreme right wing MAGA deplorable trash base by pretending to be the state of freedom, patriotism, and American values. However, as we can all clearly see, what he is doing is subverting the law, slowly taking rights away from people, so all that remains in power are a bunch of tiny dick white men who are grasping on to their last bastion of dominance. As much as we want to think it isn't working, I think we can also all clearly see it kind of is. And perhaps after this last egregious act of white nationalistic incel tardation, I'm hoping whoever's been sitting on their ass or thinking nothing matters wakes the fuck up and smells the white nationalism that is slowly taking over not just the state of Florida, but this country. And we don't have any wiggle room to not vote these twats out of every orifice in this country. But that's besides the point. To give more context, Ron DeSantis passed the Stop Woke Act in 2022, and his reign of terror hasn't stopped since. This all came to the forefront because Ron and the Whites, which I think is a great name for a white nationalistic band, Ron and the Whites, couldn't handle the fact that Black Lives Matter and Black Voices and Voices of Color were gaining momentum and attention, and they all fell apart at the thought of critical race theory being taught in schools... Ironically, critical race theory is a legal term and was never going to be taught in schools. And what was going to be taught in schools was just the truth that history. History. (laughs) That's right. History. Has been trickled down, much like Reagan's shitty economic Republican plan, by the 1% white men who own all the shit. And we've just systematically whitewashed the horrific truth of our country. And dare I say, every fucking country's past when it comes to slavery. Ron and the Whites went on a tirade of our white children, and more importantly, us whitey grown-ups who should never feel embarrassed or ashamed of the past and what our ancestors did to other people. So let's pretend it didn't happen or just whitewash it so it makes our dicks look bigger, and so thus became the Stop Woke Act. The irony is these whites are so worried that their kids are going to feel bad or be made to feel insecure because of the actual truth and have no trust, I guess, in teachers and history and facts that they so desperately wanted to shield their kids and themselves from dealing with history. I find this ironic since it's Republicans specifically who coined the term snowflakes and turned woke into an insult and that we're liberal pussies who can't handle humor or the truth or freedom when in fact the mirror has two faces, cunt! And turns out, sweetie, you're the pussies. Sorry you can't deal with actual history. We're the assholes who don't want to be demeaned and tortured and oppressed and just want the same rights as every other human being. But no, 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 God forbid your white fragile ego should be shook because of how not just this country, but every civilization is built on the backs of slaves. And just so happens this country with their freedom and independence and constitution were a bunch of white hypocrites. Again, so is the world. Ask any woman. So Florida went even further, don't say gay, banning books, banning abortion, because they're the fucking land of freedom. And all of this leads us to now. 
The Florida Board of Education put out the new curriculum, and Ron DeSantis has been on the stump going around bragging how great it is and how we need to teach American history, but, but teach the truth which is apparently that in the African-American section of the curriculum, which covers American slavery, it will, and this is directly from the curriculum, I now read verbatim, examine the various duties and trades performed by slaves, e.g. agricultural work, painting, carpentry, tailoring, getting raped, exactly, getting beaten beaten, up, torn from families, babies thrown against walls, babies taken from their mothers, attacked by dogs, right, attacked for sport, forced to fight, Worked 24 hours, had to live in one room, didn't have uh, uh, sanitation, died of dysentery, had no medical help, didn't have clean water. I mean, it goes on and on. But also blacksmithing and transportation. Now it says benchmark clarifications. Clarification number one. Instruction includes how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Oh, like they were in junior college? (laughs) Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, with this, and let me say it again, instruction includes how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. So, the right, Ron, and Fox News went up, up, and away, saying how the new curriculum, curriculum is great and how it should be a standard to teach students that slavery had its benefits. This is their interpretation. Had it not, had they not been slaves, they never would have had such wonderful skills. The spin and the gaslighting is breathtaking. And this is how cults are bred and born. And as we've said here before, Republicans are nothing if not masters of manipulation. So our Kwan Kamala Kiki Harris isn't having it. And she's been fighting back at every stupid fucking dumbass, moronic, hateful piece of air that comes out of these living feces mouths. But this was just too much. So on her way to something else, she turned around and headed right to Florida, where she wanted teachers and students and voters to know we're sick and tired of the shit and aren't going to take it anymore. So what I want to do is I'm going to play her speech for like a full 10 minutes. It's a 26 minute speech, but I'm going to play two sections of it and we're just going to sit and we're going to listen because she pretty much sums it up and I really couldn't say it any better. And I do think it's important to hear this side. The other side is going to keep trying coming at us saying she's got it wrong. One of the writers of the curriculum is black. That's not what he meant. They're going to keep trying to spin and spin and spin because the right is so scared of the truth. And much like we did with Hakeem Jeffries, we're going to listen with a happy heart because that's what we want to do, Dave. Listen to the speeches. So when I think about what is happening then here in Florida, I am deeply concerned. Because let's be clear, I do believe this is not only about the state of Florida. There is a national agenda afoot. National agenda afoot. (laughs) It's afoot. We know it's afoot. And what is happening here in Florida? Extremists, so-called leaders, for months have dared to ban books. Book bans in this year of our Lord, 2023. (laughs) Like Nazi Germany. Yeah, it, we, extremists it's honestly. here in Florida. Pass a law, don't say gay. 
trying to instill fear in our teachers that they should not live their full life and love who they love. And now, on top of all of that, they want to replace history with lies. Middle school students in Florida to be told that enslaved people benefited from slavery. High schoolers may be taught that victims of violence, of massacres, were also perpetrators. I said it yesterday. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us. Mm. And we will not have it. We will not have it, Kiki. And we will not <laughs> we have will it. We will not have it, Kiki. We teach our children not only to tell the truth, but to seek knowledge and truth. It's part of what we know is about putting them on the road for them to grow and develop for the sake of our mutual well-being and prosperity. Mm -hmm. These are the things we tell them. Well, I think we should model what we say. <laughs> These extremist so-called leaders should model what we know to be the correct and right approach if we really are invested in the well-being of our children. Instead, they dare to push propaganda to our children. This is the United States of America. We're not supposed to do that. Nope, we're not. And here's the other piece about this. Now, when adults know what slavery really involved, come on. Adults know what slavery really involved. It involved rape. It involved torture. It involved taking a baby from their mother. It involved some of the worst examples of, of, of depriving people of humanity in our world. It involves subjecting to people the, the requirement that they would think of themselves and be thought of as less than human. So in the context of that, how is it that anyone could suggest that in the midst of these atrocities, that there was any benefit to being subjected to this level of dehumanization. But I learned to be a blacksmith. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. In the midst of these atrocities, that there was some benefit. So it is not only misleading, it is false, and it is pushing propaganda. People who walk around and want to be praised as leaders, who want to be talked about as American leaders, pushing propaganda on our children. 
pushing propaganda on our children. Like Nazi Germany, propaganda are everywhere. So we know the history. And let us not let these politicians who are trying to divide our country win. Because you see, what they are doing, what they are doing is they are creating these unnecessary debates. This is unnecessary to debate whether enslaved people benefited from slavery. Are you kidding me? Are we supposed to debate that? Let us not be distracted by what they're trying to do, which is to create unnecessary debates to divide our country. Let's not fall in that trap. We will stand united as a country. We know our collective history. It is our shared history. We are all in this together. We know that we rise or fall together as a nation. And we will not allow them to suggest anything other than what we know. The vast majority of us have so much more in common than what separates us. And so let us stand always for what we know is right. Let us fight for what is right. And when we fight, we win. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so mm. much. Even Dave, if you're new <laughs> here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week, every week. They're both an hour. There's no politics. There's no ads. There's no structure. There's no complaining about producing it because we don't produce it because there's no <laughs> rules. It's just supposed to be stress-free, mindless fun for Meow Meow and me and for you guys too. That's right. And you can subscribe for only a dollar. You get one podcast a week for one dollar and two podcasts a week for two dollars. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to hundreds of hours of timeless back podcasts. There's a list pinned to the top of the feed of all of our most popular episodes, but a lot of people like to start at our very first Patreon episode from back in 2017 and listen all the way up to now. There's a link to a free episode in the description below this podcast, or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. Or you can just Google Julian Brandy Patreon podcast and it'll pop up. It's super easy to find no matter where you look. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And hakiki. Hakiki. <gasps> How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, 
He thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man. With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 